welcome to Ask Abby, a podcast where I help women who have a tough decision to make to connect to the inner wisdom of their body, find their own answers, and move forward. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Today, I have the wonderful Megan Debraska here with me. Hi, Megan. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we're so excited to have you here. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, a little bit about what you do? I'm not jazz. All right. So I am Megan, as she said, <laughs> and I am a full-time substitute teacher at the moment um, at an all-girls school in Providence. Um, And also, I just recently, this past summer of 2020, started my photography business, which is Road Tripper Photography, spelt like Road Island. Um, So yeah, I guess a little about me besides that is I live in Rhode Island, just outside of Providence, and I have been in the wedding industry for about seven years now, kind of like jumping around from job to job, trying to figure out exactly where I fit into this universe. And when I got laid off this past summer, that's when I decided to finally do what I've been wanting to do since high school and start a photography business. So that's where I'm at is kind of stuck between two worlds, education and entrepreneurship and Mm. arts. Yeah. And so why don't you tell us a little bit more about like, where you're kind of stuck and like what direction you're trying to go, what direction do you think you might go? Like, where are we feeling a little stuck? Yeah. So there's two parts to this. I guess the first part is I am trying to figure out where to take my photography business. I know that I really want to do weddings and elopements. Um, I love couples and and some families thrown in there too. Um, because obviously, you know, lots of couples choose to start families or even just with pets. That's cool too. Um, But more stylistically, like my branding and how to attract, like who actually is my ideal client, not even how to attract them. Who are they? Like, who do I really want to work with? And what is my style? I feel like I'm constantly changing like what I'm photographing and how I'm doing it. And maybe it's just the evolution of like learning my business, but also I just feel all over the place. Like I've redone my website probably five times and I'm in the process of redoing it yet again, um, since starting this business and just trying to figure out like, how do I get to where I want to be and be content and just stick with it. Um, and then the other part of that is obviously with starting a business in the middle of a pandemic or just any time for that matter, um, is kind of scary financially. And that's definitely like an anxiety point for me, um, is just jumping headfirst into a business without any stable income. Uh, so right now I have this job with substitute teaching, but it's not forever. Um, I may or may not have something lined up afterwards um, with this school that I'm working with, but it just really depends on the circumstance. So do I try to go find another full-time job so that I have stable income and insurance and all those great, wonderful adult things, um, and then just do my photography on the side like I have been? Or do I kind of maybe take a backseat with a more full-time job, maybe just do something part-time to supplement income, or even just completely quit altogether and jump headfirst into a business and try to get that off the ground. So I'm like nervous to take the plunge (laughs) because I feel like it's so new, but also I'm in this interesting predicament where I'm kind of at a crossroads with my career anyway. So like, do I really want to jump into something else right now and like go back to school for teaching or like anything like that? So Yeah. It's like, you don't want to commit to going back for something that you're not even sure you're all in on. Exactly. Yeah. Like how long am I actually going to be doing this for? Um, But also like, I don't know, my business isn't, I would say financially successful at the moment. Hopefully it will be within a couple of years, but like, how long will it take? Is it going to be just a year and not worth it to really do something else full time? Or is it going to take a really long time for me? And it would have been nice to have something else that was more steady that I can fall back on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're kind of at this, you've got two separate kind of predicaments here. It's like, what do I want to do with my photography business? What's my niche? What's my ideal client? What does that look like? And do I want to find a new job when this temp sub job is up? Do I want to 
do both at once? Do I want to take a part-time job? Do I want to do the photography? Do you just want to dive and go all in on the photography? So you're just trying to figure out like what, what's next? Yeah. So how does it feel? Like, how would you describe how you're feeling about this situation? You can see my hand movements here. <laughs> yeah. Um, overwhelmed for sure. Um, I, um, to put it out there because, you know, represent mental health. I have generalized anxiety disorder with panic. So I have a lot of work that is to be done on like overthinking things and thinking too much about the past and the future and like what I could have done differently, what I should be doing. Um, and sometimes it just gets the best of me. And I, I'm just, I think that's why I, part of why I change my mind so often is just, I'm overthinking everything constantly, mm-hmm. but also, um, I, yeah, it's, it's just really stressful. And sometimes I go back and forth between being like in this mode of super, like I'm productive and I'm going to do all this stuff. And then I question everything and I'm like, nope, I didn't like any of that. Or I don't agree with any of my decisions, super indecisive. And I'm just going to shut down for a little bit and just ignore what's happening. Yeah. So like just getting overwhelmed and overthinking and like, it even sounds to me, you said you'd redone your website five times. Like, are you just even overthinking that? And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a confident yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I can't even pick a color palette. All right. Like I changed it three times in the last week. And every time my poor husband has been so supportive and I'm like, what do you think of this one? He's like, oh, that's awesome. I love it. It's got this vibe. And I'm like, cool. And then I'm like, but wait, maybe that's not what I want to do. Maybe that's not my vibe. Maybe it's this, maybe this is more vintage and this is more retro and this is more like, it's just, I don't know, too much. Can't even well, pick colors. Let's talk about this. Cause I want, I want to get into this a little bit. When you have a decision to make and you, you're saying you have a, t- a tough time making decisions and you're like very indecisive. When you have a decision to make, where do you feel that overwhelm? Um, Can you physically like locate that in the body? Yeah, I feel like it's usually somewhere in like internally, like obviously everything's internal, but like in like my stomach-ish like area, that's where I get the most stress and I have like a lot of like, I don't know. I feel like indigestion-y. Like, yeah, like it's actually manifesting. Not to get, like, I don't want to get gross, but yeah. you know. No, yeah. Like it's actually turning into like stomach issues from yeah. this, this tight, tied up anxiety. And what do you think if you were to tune into that, that feeling of anxiety, that feeling that comes in your stomach, what do you think it's, it's like messages for you? Now that is the million dollar question right there. And I really wish that I had an answer to that, but I don't. Is it like, well, what if you make the wrong choice? Yeah, I guess so. It's, yeah, it's more like, yeah, like what if this isn't the right thing? Because I definitely have a very deep sense of like responsibility and doing the right thing. And like, maybe this is wrong, but not in the sense that it's going to like harm anybody or do anything illegal, but more in just the way of like, well, maybe this isn't going to get my business to where I want to be. Maybe this isn't actually going to fit my style. Maybe this isn't what my ideal client would like. Like maybe they don't like this specific color or this image or whatever. Like maybe it's going to scare them away. (laughs) Mm. So a little bit I'm hearing yeah, maybe this isn't going to get me like you have this vision for where you want to be, but like, is this the right choice? A lot of us feel that is this what's going to get me there? What's going to take me there? And then also potentially a little piece in there of, and is this what other people want from me? Like, is yeah, is that correct? Like a little yeah. Pe- yeah. people pleasing in there maybe? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So where do you want your business to be? Like, Five, 10 years from now, when you are Miss Photographer Extraordinaire, what what does that look like? Honestly, the only clear picture I have is just being independent enough that I can like make my own schedule and like get the clients that I want paying the amount that I want so that I can travel and have a family and do all the things that I want to do with my life. 
where I am specifically like located and who I'm working with, that's the kind of more hazy part of it. All I know is that I would love to be a full-time photographer and be able to like have some like weekends where I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to take a wedding this weekend because I want to do this. Or maybe I want to give myself a three week vacation in Europe. So I'm not going to take weddings during this time or whatever. Yeah. And, so like and be able to be financially stable enough to do those things. Time freedom and money freedom is the big things I'm hearing there. Yes. That's what the, that's what the dream looked like. And I'm right there with you. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, I mean, who doesn't want that? Yeah. If you don't, please tell me, <laughs> how can I feel that way? <laughs> please contact us and let us know. Um, no, I totally feel you. So time freedom and money freedom. So there doesn't seem like there's a strong niche that you feel drawn to. You said you were, I don't know if you said on, on or off recording that you work a lot with weddings and elopements. Do you feel like that's like your passion? Yes, definitely. Yes. So working the weddings, doing the elopement, um, working with the families, I guess I know more what I don't want to do. Ooh, what, what do you I not want to do? Let's hear that. Yeah. So hopefully this doesn't offend anyone, but if it does, you're not my clients. So. <laughs> um, I know that I don't love like super traditional weddings. So when you think of that, like every like bridesmaid wearing the exact same gown with like the super, traditional like ballroom country club kind of wedding um where it's super predictable like you've got the same three like speeches that everyone makes and the readings that everyone does and you walk down the aisle to um Christina Perry and <laughs> no offense to anyone who does that but I literally was sick of hearing it after doing it for wedding planning for like two years I was like oh another one great um <laughs> I I just I know that I love unique people and it doesn't necessarily have to be that they're having a wedding. That's like, I don't know, in like an, a like an art museum or something like doesn't have to be that you're eloping on a mountaintop. Like those things are really cool. And I love that, but I like it when it's really personal to the couples, um, like the everything from like the food to the music selections to like just every little detail is very intentional and reflective of their personalities mm -hmm. so if like you I just don't like when weddings feel super stale and just like you did it to do it if like I tell people if you don't wear dresses don't feel like you have to wear a dress on your wedding day like wear a jumpsuit wear something that feels a little bit more like sporty if that's your vibe like don't go for a big poofy lace blingy ball gown if that's not you and same like same thing goes for just everybody like and I don't know like don't wear your hair up crazy and like eat steak and potatoes if you don't like steak and potatoes like I, I just don't like that super traditional when you think of weddings wedding yes it's like first of all I love this second of all it's like you you want to work with people who not only are a little like offbeat and maybe yeah. like quirky I'm getting the sense of but then also people who really are putting pieces, like I, you said, the details, like intentional details, like putting pieces of themselves. It's like a true expression of who they are instead of like, oh, I'm just hosting this big party for other people because that's what I'm supposed to do. And this is what yeah. weddings are supposed to look like. It's like, you really want that person who made it about them, made it about the couple and like really let their self and their expression shine through. That's so yeah. cool. Like that's Absolutely. a niche, you know your niche. I know, but that's like, ugh, it's not niche enough. Like, because now I need to pick my client avatar and what do they wear and what, what age are they? And what, where do they work? And it's just like, so my IGTV I don't know. <laughs> Did you listen to my IGTV today? I talked about this explicitly. No, I didn't. I have to go then. <laughs> You're going to have to listen to it. That was for you apparently. So I, I hate this in coaching. I, I, in everything, like but in business coaching, you hear this all the time. You create your, create your avatar, create your avatar, blah, blah, blah. I hate the avatar. Nobody needs the avatar. So what is, <laughs> like, they don't have to look or be a certain way for you to speak to this. And I'd be curious if there's a gremlin in there that you don't want to go out on your profile and say, I don't want to work with you traditional brides. I want to work with the offbeat brides because of a fear of what people are going to think or a fear of like turning people off. Yeah. Is that right? Am I, am I on the money with that one? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so let's get into that. Like, 
do you think you hold back from maybe speaking to who you want to speak to? I don't know. I guess I'm just so lost. I feel like I'm just in this, I don't know, the middle of this vast ocean of, of the photography business, wedding business world. And I'm just like, just floating on by, I've got my little life jacket and I am just like waving to the cruise ship as it goes by, like, Hey, hope you're having fun. I'm just over here surviving, like not knowing what to do. I'll figure it out. <laughs> yes. And just so you know, like everybody feels that way. We're all kind of just rolling with the punches, going with the flow. Most people don't have all their shit figured out the day they open the business. It's yeah. a learning curve. It's a learning experience. And you being a four, six, um, for everybody who I haven't said yet, she's a four, six emotional manifester. That six line is you're really people who need to like experiment and try a lot of things and throw things out there, see how they go, change jobs a lot. Like that's really appropriate for your energy. Um, so your business is going to be a, a businesses are in their own right, like a very third line experience. It, it's a very trial and error process. You're not going to have it all figured out. You're never going to have it all figured out. Um, so you kind of just got to put out what you, what you feel feels good. Yeah. And then take it from there. The other thing is being a manifester. First of all, manifestors are so cool. Whenever I coach a manifester, I'm like, oh my God, you can manifest whatever you want. Just do it. <laughs> so being a manifester, it's like when your passion is behind it and you have this, um, this real, like creative burst of energy of like, oh, I really want to do that thing. Like that is, that is people are going to feel that. And it is going to land with the right people. Okay. Um, and I think, I think this is so cool. Like, I think, you know, your niche and I think this is it. And like, if I think about, I've always wanted to elope for us. First of all, let's talk about this. And okay. if I was looking for a photographer and I found you and you were like, I don't work traditional weddings. I only work with funky offbeat brides who I'd be like, yes, yes. I want her. That's who I want. <laughs> yeah. Cause I don't know. I'm, I just. I feel like I've done so many cookie cutter weddings that the ones that stand out to me are the ones that like had, you know, every single, it was like a, a bride and groom and they had their two daughters and they each had their own like Harry Potter themed cake. And then there was like these people who, you know, like walked down the aisle to like a muse song because they like met at like a muse concert. And like, these are the things that I remember is like people who are not doing the super traditional things, like ones who have like, don't have a regular sit down dinner. They just have like a bunch of dancing and like past food all night because that's how they just wanted to be like a big fun party. Like that's me. Even like t thinking back to planning my own wedding a couple years ago, we didn't do like a, a traditional rehearsal dinner. We went to a pizza place and then went to a, an arcade bar afterwards and like had our welcome party at a brewery and just had everyone come and like, hey, let's drink and have fun. And like, it was in a museum. Like we're just super like different kind of people. And I want those types of people, but mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be like a specific type of different, just different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so- this is, and this is where I talk about in that, in that video I did today, but the business and coaching industry, like if you go around and start looking for like coaching advice and business advice online and on Instagram, like they love this idea that you like have to speak to one person. Like you only get to help one person. Um, and this avatar, I really, I really hate the avatar. It's like, cause we're constantly looking for, okay, well I work with couple, you know, it's hard for me to apply to your business, but like, I think about myself, yeah. like I only work with women who are in their twenties and own a business. Like that would limit my clients. That would limit who I can help. But yeah. when I take a step back and I think about, well, what's the overarching umbrella. If I think about all the people I work with, they don't fit this avatar. They're never going to fit an avatar. And why would you want to take your business and put it into this box where you have no chance to grow, no chance to evolve. Like it's so silly to me. So what is this overarching umbrella, this theme, this niche, we'll air quote that, that all of your people fall into. And for you, it's this, it's people who are intentional with what they decide, people who put themselves into their wedding and who really, I almost get the sense like 
who have their wedding for them and not for other people. Like it's, yeah. they make the day about what they want and what they care about instead of making it this big show to show off to their friends. Um, Definitely. And that's like where your power lies. Yeah. Now, the other question is, do you feel comfortable showing up on your platforms and, and basically saying that, like, this is who, this is who I want to work with? Yeah, I don't think I feel uncomfortable about it. I, I guess my worry is more so like, where do I find these people? How, how do I get them to find me and like, get my message that like, you don't have to do traditional posed photographs and traditional weddings. Like you can do whatever the hell you want. And I'm totally here for it. And I'll encourage you and give you ideas. And like, let's, let's just do this damn thing. And, but how do I get them to find me? (laughs) The world of marketing and business is just like, eh, not my cup of tea. (laughs) It's a lot. It's always a lot when you're just starting out, but There's a couple of things I want to touch on here. So you have, you've ha- you've been married, obviously. Yeah. So think about when you got married and you were planning your wedding, if you had had someone giving you the permission to do the things that you wanted to do instead of making you do all the, what you're supposed to do. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, we talked about eloping a couple of times because I was just like getting fed up with everything, but like his parents were like, no, don't do it. Like we want to be there for it. We talked about honestly, just eloping in Disney world, but even Disney has super cookie cutter weddings. And I don't appreciate that. You have to pick from a certain package and I'm not like a package kind of person. And I think that's another sticking point, by the way, this is like going off on a tangent, but it's like, you have to have like three to four packages that you offer people. And I'm like, but I don't fit into a package. I want like everything to be custom and unique. And like, maybe some people really want wedding albums and some don't. And like, maybe some people want 12 hours of coverage. Maybe some people only want six. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe lots of like black and white images, or maybe you want me to incorporate film and my Polaroids into it. But why do I have to have a package? And then you can build on the package. But if you don't want everything in there, like, I don't know. So I'm just like, not in this box. Here's your permission slip. You don't need to have the package. Get rid of the packages. (laughs) And like how liberating would it feel for you to stop updating those fucking packages on your website and just put on your website, I do customized packages depending on your needs. Please contact me for a consultation. Now you don't have to keep updating the website every three days. That would be great to not have to have that like bullshit pricing guide that I'm constantly looking at like, Oh, like even before I have a, a meeting this afternoon or uh, later tonight and I'm like, well, what if like, cause I know for a fact that these people already had a photographer before and now are looking for another one cause they didn't like jive with the first one and like something happened. So I know that they already have um, engagement photos done and I don't like to call them engagement photos anyway. I call it like a pre-wedding portrait sesh because I'm not about the like traditional lift them in the air and like do this and what, whatever. It's just not my thing, but yeah, um, traditional. I have stuff. it like in my packages because I feel like that's what everyone told me to do. And now I'm like, well, these people probably aren't going to want that because they probably, they already did it. They already had one. So now I'm going to be like explaining, okay, well, this is what you can do instead. Like you don't need it. And it's just like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And do you need to include that in your package? Cause some person told you that's what you needed to do. If that actually doesn't suit the people who you work with. Yeah, for sure. I know I it's, I'm I mean, work, I want to work with out of the box people. So why do I have to make them pick up yourself in a box? Stop it. <laughs> and the other thing I want to touch on, cause you said you've done a little research into your human design, but you're kind of new to it. So manifestors, like you guys are, it's all about doing what you want, right? You learn from a very young age. You guys have this, um, it's, it's just very different than any other. You're the only type in human design who can just go out and create what you want. You're the only kind who can just go manifest what you want. You don't have to wait around. You don't have to respond. You literally can just go out and do it. You're the only people who can do that. 
but very young, usually you learn that the world isn't so keen on manifestation. And oftentimes you get controlled really young. Manifest your children can really struggle with that. You're often our kids who just like will wander off. Um, and so parents get freaked out by that. They're like, what do we do with this kid? Let's put her in a box. Let's, let's control her. Let's like not let her do what she wants. And a lot of time manifestors kind of learn that if they tell other people what they're doing, people are going to try to stop them. So if you're going out and about asking your, especially this is the one biggest piece of advice I'm going to give you being new into business. Don't ask your friends and family who don't have businesses for business advice. <laughs> They're never going yeah. to give you good business advice if they don't have a business. Like I used to do it and I think back now and I'm like, why, why was I taking advice from people who've worked a nine to five job for 45 years? Like, I don't, I don't know, but if you're going out and saying, oh, I'm going to do this offbeat thing. And like, they, they might try to stop you. Like that is a very much so part of the manifesto energy. And it's important for you to know that whatever lights you up, whatever you feel passionate about, and you want to create and put into this world, you can do, and you don't need to ask anybody for their permission. You will do greatly to inform the people around you. So say like to your husband, like, just so you know, I'm not getting a new job. I'm going to go right into this photography business, but not to ask. Um, you guys don't really like to be told what to do. You want to do what you want to do. Yeah. It's funny because like the people pleaser side of me that like I've just grown up with always wants to have that permission. But when I don't get the answer that I'm looking for, I get really upset. <laughs> so I'm, and my mom has learned actually, like I, I don't, she doesn't even give me responses. When I ask her, like for an opinion on something, she just stays silent or she'll just be like, mm-hmm. And I'm like, why aren't you giving me? She's like, because I know that no matter what I say, you're going to have something else to say about it. And it's not going to be the answer you're looking for. And so I'm just not going to say anything at all. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just go figure it out myself. <laughs> yeah. I think you are going to do wonderfully to master and like really learn what it means to live as a manifester. Um, into people pleasing is a really common conditioning for manifestors because yeah. the world has just put that on you from such a young age of like, well, you need to be a good girl. You need to be responsible. You need to be this, you need to be that. Um, and yeah, you're going to have that thing where you ask people and then you're like, shit, why did I even ask them? I did not like that answer. And I don't want to do that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so remembering that it's really like, you really have to do you. It doesn't matter what all the other photographers are doing. If everybody else offers packages, if you want it to be customized because you think all that's fluff, then you're going to make it be customized. And that's what's actually going to attract people to you. I know that that's hard to like trust in sometimes, yeah. but by putting yourself into it and really doing what you feel good about, um, that is what's going to bring the right people into your, into your sphere. And like, you have to be okay with that. Like there are going to be people that aren't the right people. And you've said a few things that lead me to believe you don't get that upset about that. So like, there are going to be people who contact you and you're just like, this isn't a good fit. Like this is, it sounds like a very traditional wedding and it's not a good fit. Um, and there are techniques to learn to lovingly release those people back out into the universe. <laughs> yeah, of course but really like calling them in, calling in the people who are meant for you, these weird kind of offbeat brides and grooms or brides and brides or grooms and grooms or whatever people, yeah. people <laughs> that you want, like it's really calling these people in to, to find you. Yeah. And how can you get that message out there? Good question. That is another one that I struggle with is like, yeah, I can throw things on my Instagram, but again, I just question myself so much when I'm going to post a story. I'm like, oh, maybe I didn't word this the right way, or maybe this caption isn't going to be engaging enough, or maybe this is the wrong hashtag, or like I picked the wrong song for my reel or my TikTok or whatever, or like maybe this word isn't the keyword that everyone's searching on Google. Maybe my people aren't on Facebook. Maybe they've given up on Facebook. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really this piece still around, like, is this the right thing? 
Yeah. And it sounds like it's gotten to a point where, and you said you're someone with a lot of anxiety, which it's easy to happen when you're stuck with this gremlin, because it's every little choice. You're like, oh, is that the right thing? What if it's just not the right thing? What if I pick the wrong hashtag? Yeah. <laughs> so at your very core, are you able to look at this and realize that like, there's no right hashtag. There's no right post. There's no right caption. Yes. I like, I know that does that change my behavior? Not always. I try, <laughs> but yeah. But you do know on a deep level somewhere in there that, that that's, that it's a gremlin, like that this is something that is kind of holding you back and keeping yeah. you stuck be, because of this fear of like, okay, well, is it the right thing? Oh, is it the wrong thing? Um, would you say you're worried about getting it perfect like you want the post to be perfect and you or is it more like is it what let me let me know does that make sense yeah a little bit and also just like oh like for when I post like on TikTok for example I'm like is this a video that is showcasing my brand enough or is this too like I just did this for me because I like this like weird montage of emo music from when I was in middle school that I want to sing along to or like when I'm posting on Instagram I'm like oh it, does this fit with the vibe of my feed like does this photo match the rest of the photos that I did and in my head I'm like yeah I literally use the exact same like preset that I developed like I have edited it myself like I took the photo so clearly they're all the same but like are they does this one this one's like taken in a more light situation. This one's a little bit darker and maybe I feel more like this today. And that's just how I am. I just like change my style to fit whatever the situation is. Not necessarily in the way that I edit, but just in the way that like I capture the photograph. Sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe this angle looks better here or this location demands more wide shots. Whereas this one is better. Like this is a better close-up situation. And I'm like, do I have too many of those? Do I have not enough of those? Is this one going to fit? Should I post a picture of myself? Is it okay if I post a cell phone photo, even though it's not like a professional picture that I took because I need to showcase this other thing that I've been doing to show that I'm a real human and not just like some robot behind a screen doing photography. Like there's just so much of a like balancing in my head of like, is this the right thing that I'm posting right now? And how like, I try to manifest this thing. Like I've heard this saying that like done is better than perfect or like, like posted is better than perfect. And that is like, I, I feel it. I know it. I hear it, <laughs> but yeah. still I'm like, mm. half the time it just gets buried in my mind. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to think about that today. And how would you know? Okay. So say you put a post or something out there, TikTok, whatever. How would you know if you got it right? I guess like people like liking it, commenting on it, like en engaging with it. Okay. So getting engagement is like a sign to you that you like got it right. Yes. So do you feel like, can I project it? Can I project on you for a moment? Yeah. I feel like you're getting stuck because of how you think people will receive it instead of what truly feels good to you. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So how would it feel to start making the switch towards whenever you post something, making sure that it feels right for you. So less like, Ooh, is this, are people going to like it? Are people going to comment? And more, does this reflect me? Does this express who I am as a person? Does this photo or TikTok express my work and express my messaging instead of are other people going to like it? Yeah, I think I can definitely get to that point, but then I also get hung up on the like, well, is this on brand? is this what I should be posting right now? Hmm. Not necessarily even like, obviously part of it is how will this re be received? But then if I move past that, it's okay. Is this still on brand? On brand. 
So tell me a little bit, cause I know, I feel like you do need some help getting some clarity around your brand. What would the road tripper photography brand like if you, like if nothing mattered and you didn't care what anybody else thought, like what would the brand feel like? What would it look like? What would the colors be? I wish I had an answer. <laughs> ah, she still doesn't know. Okay. I don't know. That's where I keep getting stuck. I think because every time I feel like I like something, I feel like I'm, I'm just copying someone else. I'm like, oh, well, I'm really inspired by this photographer. And I'm like, but I don't want to do exactly what they're doing. I don't want to take this exact same photo and have the like brown tones with the like beautiful, like light lens flare and all this stuff. Honestly, like if I could do anything, I love Polaroids and I would love to just do like mostly Polaroid photography, but like, I don't know how to make my digital images because obviously Polaroid's a little too unpredictable for an entire wedding. Um, yeah. So how do I make my photos jive with the photo the like Polaroid vibe? Because actually one of my favorite photos from my wedding is one that I had no idea was being taken. I just brought my Polaroid camera and said, Hey, can some people take a couple photos? I think I only ended up with like four. Um, from the whole day and my but the one of my favorite ones is of me getting my makeup done um just like and I didn't I don't know who took it I don't I'm, I have no idea and it's not from my professional photographer like she didn't take it so I don't know who which of my bridesmaids did it and like but I just love that you can just, I don't know, it just has this like old timey, like vintage vibe. Cause you're seeing like my blush getting put on and the colors are beautiful. And like the, I don't know, there's just something so candid about it that I want that to be every photo that I take. Like I hate posed photos. I feel bad that like, sometimes when I do photo shoots I have to tell people, I'm like, sorry if I'm not talking to you as much but I just kind of want you to like interact with each other. Pretend I'm not even here, like just, what would you do if I wasn't here and just pretend that you're not hearing my camera like click 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 like I I'll tell you if like I can't see your face at all or like if maybe this spot is better than the other spot but I just kind of am like what kiss do whatever dance around have fun so you do know what your brand is <laughs> vintagey um I'm even hearing some like fun you could give them fun, like just run around or like dance, right? Like fun prompts almost to do that yeah. you can get candid shots from. Like that could be your thing. If that was your thing and you were like, you could make so many TikToks about that. Like, oh, these are the different activities that I ask clients to do so I can get fun candid shots. Like yeah. that would be cool. And I love the idea of this Polaroid thing. Thank you. Is there a way to achieve that look through editing? Okay, so I've tried like looking at YouTube tutorials and every time I'm like, oh, this is way like distorted and I don't like this, like this is too much. But I I think I maybe need to do like a further like Lightroom class because I know enough to be able to get like the basics of what I need, but I don't think I know enough of that to give it that like weird depth that you get from Polaroids. That's like, I don't know, it's just different. Like the, the lighting just feels kind of like weird. <laughs> Cause that would be so cool to start bringing that onto your Instagram, right? And people find you and they're like, oh, she does elopements and offbeat weddings. And look, it just got all these cool Polaroids. She listens to emo music, like perfect. Yeah, I do. But I also listened, I love like retro stuff too. I, you should look at my, this is like perfect when you're talking about like I jump around from like job to job and like idea to idea. And that this is me, even with like my clothing taste and my musical taste, like I'm everywhere. I'm everything from like boho to like kind of comfy casual to more preppy to more like, um, I don't know, like, like urban street, like I, and then with my music choices, I go from like, I have an eighties playlist, a seventies playlist, like an emo rock playlist from middle school and high school. I have like a pop playlist. I love, I still, I've like, just go listen to like the concerts I've gone to. It's like, I go to like some hip hop and like R and B type of stuff. 
my first one was like in sync and I love like Queen and Def Leppard and like I've been all over the place like Spoon and Cage the Elephant and like I like like weird indie surf rock like psychedelic vibes like I don't know I'm all over and that's like that's just me and my life and I don't know I don't want like again not fitting into the box like I I just like this like freedom and kind of like woo whatever I want to do very manifester So if you're this person who loves freedom, like all different music, all different clothes, you love all different things. You're, you're multifaceted. You're not, you don't want to be put in a box. You want to love all these things. Then why can't your business brand be the same way? Yeah, I guess. Why can't it? (laughs) Why can't it change? You know, like who said that businesses are only successful if they stick to rigid brand colors and what the hell does that person know? All right. It's it's just so hard to like tune out all of that noise because that's all I'm getting from every like business course I've taken, every YouTube video I watch, every person I talk to on Facebook groups, like it's helpful to a certain extent, but then there comes a time where I just start like comparing myself to everyone else and being like, oh, am I supposed to be doing this? And then like the more responsible, like conformist people pleaser side of me like kicks on and is like oh maybe I kind of need to hide what I actually want to be doing to try to like appease the masses don't do that never do that (laughs) I am never team appeasing the masses (laughs) yeah and so can you go from this place of asking other people to finding those answers within yourself Like Megan knows best. She knows what the brand is going to feel like today. And maybe, and and allowing yourself that ability to change. Like you didn't, you haven't dressed the same way for the last 25 years, however old you are. Like you haven't, you, you allowed yourself to evolve. You allowed your style to evolve. You allowed what you're doing for a living to evolve. And your business is going to be exactly the same way. You might brand it with certain colors and then be like, I'm actually not feeling it this anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to shift my brand. Um, and I think you will do extremely well to stop asking people for advice. And opinion. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> My that advice as a free. business coach is telling you to do whatever you want. Like manifestors are, you're so cool in that way. And the world does not want you to be that. like, because we don't have it. We all want to, we want to control you. We're like, no, you have to do it this way. This is the only way, but it's not You're a manifester. You can do it however the hell you want to do it. Um, And the other thing to remember is whenever you're asking someone for business advice, what works for you and me, like it might not be the same thing. Um, So like, just because I got, like I was successful with this one way, doesn't mean that your business is going to be successful with that same exact technique. Um, So remembering that whenever somebody gives you advice, it's coming from their own flavor, their own experience. They are genuinely usually trying to help you, but it is like, kind of their own thing that they're projecting on you because that's what worked for them. Um, but you don't work in the same way. Yeah. And that's okay. We're all beautiful, unique snowflakes. And so are our businesses. Yeah, for sure. I totally, totally get that. And you also have, I wanted to touch on this. You have, um, there's the little arrows at the top of your chart. Mm -hmm. Most of yours are going to the right. I'm a quad, right? So I'm all the way, right? So we're going to be like little pals over here. And so what that means is when they're going to the left, those are your people who are very like structured. They need a lot of business strategy. They need a lot of structure and strategy and, um, they need that box almost like they need that. Like whenever I work with someone who's got that, they need to have their content planned out way ahead in advance. They need to have packages. They need that structure. Mm -hmm. Those of us with right facing arrows, mm -mm. it's more like, how do I feel today? You know, well, what do I want to do today? Well, how do I want to best use my energy right now? We're more go with the flow. We're more easygoing, I guess I'll say. Okay. Um, so like, I find for me in business, structure doesn't work at all for me. It just doesn't work at all for me. I'm not a structured person. I don't like to have structured habits. I don't like to say I'm going to work on this thing at this time because what if I don't feel like it at that time? Like I need that ability to kind of shift and change and, um, really honor my own energy instead of just like committing to a structure, because that's the structure that 
some lady on Instagram gave me as her business plan. Like that just, it's just not going to work. And you're probably going to find you're in the same boat. Yeah. yeah. A lot of business coaches are big into the structure and anybody who doesn't, I think everybody should know human design because it's like structure works for some people, but it just, it doesn't work for everybody. And so every little bit of advice from each person you get, take with a grain of salt. It's all good information. It's all helpful, but is it going to work for you? And is it going to get you to where you want to be? Or is it just going to throw you into this anxiety spiral of, am I doing it right? Should I be doing it that way? Maybe I should be doing it that way. Yeah. When Megan knows best, you, you know, in your heart of hearts, what feels right to you. Um, so learning to trust in that and to follow that. Yeah, no, I get that for sure. Is that helpful? Are you feeling more clear around any of this? No, it's good. It's like giving me permission to stop listening so much to everyone else and start listening to like what I'm actually feeling. And like you're like, think about that when you're on Instagram and you see some like caption and it's very like, blah, 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 very like you feel the energy behind that, whether you realize it or not. So if you're putting out content that you think people want to see, but it's not really in line with who you are, or what you actually care about, like that energy comes off. Whereas when you show up in full integrity with like your full self-expression and just like, this is who I am. And this is what I'm going to say. And it might turn some of you off, but I don't care because the right people are going to like it that draws, like you're going to draw in these offbeat people. You're going to draw in these people who, and you're going to turn off the traditional brides and who don't even, yeah. Like it's perfect. It's just what you want. (laughs) Goes against everything in your people pleasing tendencies. But at the end of the day, like you're not here for everyone. You're not made for everyone. Um, So don't put yourself in a box so people can like, so you're more palatable for other people, be who you are, let the right people find you. And the other people can go find someone else. Yeah. Millions of them out here on the earth. (laughs) Come over to the dark side, (laughs) do what you want. (laughs) Exactly. I think as you start to trust in that and really like own it and like really start to follow your own path, you're going to realize like it can be a lot easier. It doesn't need to be so complicated. And you know, like those pe- people who've gotten really successful off their business, like everybody has done it a different way. Everybody's going to give you different advice. Manifestors don't do well generally asking people for advice. So. <laughs> Good to know. I'll stop asking. <laughs> stop asking. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really want to be like asking for, I mean, not to say you never want to ever ask anybody for advice, but you don't want to be asking for permission. You know, you want to be letting people know what you're doing without feeling like you need their validation or permission to actually go out and do it because you yeah. don't, you can call me, I'll validate and per- permit you any time of the day. <laughs> uh, luckily my, my dear husband, Evan, that I talked about before a little bit, um, he is so supportive and, and great. Like, I mean, I'll ask, he'll give opinions on like little things. Like I said, like the color palettes. So we like, that's great. But most of the time he's just like, so supportive and like, yep, that sounds wonderful. You do it. I'm, I'm proud of you. You, you go for it. So <laughs> it's good. Like I'll tell him I'm doing it so that he knows that I'm not just like going out and like buying thousands of dollars worth of equipment, but he's like, cool. Sounds great. That's a good idea. So, and I'm like, wonderful. <laughs> that's perfect. See, that's a perfect relationship for, I'd be curious what his human design is. Um, yeah, later yeah. I'll have to give you his info so you can say, let the what, how well we, we mesh. Cause I, yeah, y'all just, good, y'all but. just do what he is for sure. I'd be curious. Um, but yeah, like, and that is a good support system for you to have, like, he'd be a good person to go to then when you are looking for the answer that you want Yeah. <laughs> instead of asking someone who's, you know, going to give you that challenging kind of, kind of answer. Or like I said, I, I really would not ask people who don't own businesses for business advice. Yeah. Um, they give the worst business advice. I mean, obviously they've never done it. Why would they know? Um, and even people who've done it aren't always going to hundred percent give you the right advice, but yeah, like people who don't own businesses, I learned that the hard way. I was like, okay, yeah, not going to take advice from you guys anymore. And then one of the other things I want to touch about on your chart is, so the thing that makes you a manifester is when you have a, a motor center that's connected to your throat. So, um, 
when one of your energy centers, that's, that's a motor connects to your throat. You have this, our throat is where we manifest. It's where we express, it's where we communicate, where we bring things out into the world. Mm -hmm. So you actually have a defined heart center, defined will center, which is very, not very rare, but um, only 30% of people have that defined. Most of most people have that center open. And that's actually the center that makes you a manifester. You've got a connection right through to the throat. And the, the, I have a defined heart as well. We are a rare breed, but I have it as well. And the defined heart kind of always wants to know, like it's the ego center. So it's like, well, what's in it for me? Well, what am I getting out of this? Um, and so when you're, like you said earlier, like you want your pricing to like, that's going to be important for you to set your pricing at a point where you feel well-valued. That's going to be very important for you. So when don't go around and look at other people's website and bring your prices down because that's what other people are charging or doing packages. Cause that's what other people are charging. It's going to be very important to you that you feel valued, that you feel like after you did a wedding, that you got paid the value of the energy that you put in. Um, and if that gets off, kind of off, like if you're working for, if I don't know if you've had that happen where you're working and you're really not getting the value you're putting into it and you just kind of get like, Oh, Oh yeah. That's definitely like why uh, another reason why I've jumped around from quite a few jobs is because I jump in and I'm like, Oh, I realize like, I'm not getting paid enough to do this. Or like, I'm not getting, I'm not getting like the recognition that I feel I deserve. And not that I need someone to tell me all the time, like, you're so wonderful. You're so great. But like to constantly be like berated and, and looked down upon and like told all the like nitpicked of all the little tiny things that went wrong. And I'm like, okay, but you're not recognizing the like, like thousands of dollars in revenue that I just added for you. And this wonderful like client experience and like the great, like, you know, survey that we just got, you're looking at this one little thing. I'm like, really? You don't see any of the other good stuff? And then I'm just like, okay, bye. <laughs> I'm on to the next, on to the yeah. next job. Yes. Oh, that's your defined heart center. Like for sure. A hundred percent. You it's, we're very like, we know what we're worth and we want to be appropriately compensated for that worth. Yeah. Um, and I think owning your own business, you will do like, I'm same thing. I've had a hard time with jobs and I'm very quick to be like, nah, like I'm, I'll just quit a job. I'm like, nope, this isn't, yeah. I'm not getting out of this, what I need. Like, I'm not going to stick around for this low paid jack for this situation. Exactly. Um, so I think you'll do wonderfully self-employed because you're the one who decides you're the one who decides if you work that weekend or if you don't, or if you take three weeks off to go on vacation, or if you don't, or like, you're the one who yeah. calls the shots. Um, and having such a strong, like that strong heart, um, I really think it's going to come through. And then the other thing you have another channel that connects the um, G center. It's the yellow one. That's like in the middle of the chart up to the throat and the G center is all around your identity, your sense of who you are, your direction. So you're speaking from this like defined will, this defined heart center, but also from the sense of who you are from like you're expressing from who you are as a person, from your sense of identity. And that's how you're creating your art. That's how you're creating your photography. And when we get, if someone like critiques us, we can, I have, I also have a channel through here. We're very similar. Um, <laughs> when someone critiques us because it's coming, because we're creating from this like seat of our soul, this sense of who we are, it can really, um, it can be a blow to the, to the light. It, we can be really vulnerable to criticism because yeah. it's like, well, I put so much of me behind this. And so when someone doesn't like it or when it doesn't land well, which might be kind of tripping you up with the social media, it's like when it's not well received, it can really hurt in that like, oh, that really came deep from who I, who I am. Yeah. I think it is definitely hard to set apart. Like this is not an attack on like me as a person and like who I am. And this is just like someone criticizing like one thing but yeah it definitely like every little thing my entire life if someone like criticizes something or like says like oh no that's wrong or like you you didn't say that correctly I immediately like my my heart and my stomach just like sink and I'm like what do you mean oh my god I'm a bad person like what something's wrong with me like Nothing's wrong with you. <laughs> Nothing's wrong with you. Yeah, that's the definite energetic that you've got in your charts. And, and just so just knowing that that's where it's come from. It's like, because you're putting so much of you behind what you're doing and what you're creating, that 
you're going to take it a little personally. And that's okay. Like, it's okay to feel that way. And it's okay to honor the, honor that feeling and feel the feeling. Um, but just knowing, yeah, they don't mean it as a direct attack on who you are. Um, and some people are for you and some people aren't for you. Like it's, oh, you're going to click with some people. You're not going to click with others. Be okay. Releasing some of those people out of your space to allow more aligned people to kind of come in. Yeah. Whether it be like personal relationships or, um, clients, like whatever, kind of keeping that in mind. You also have the channel that you have connecting. It's different than mine. It's, um, the 313 and it, it's a channel that's all about listening. It's like you, people might even just like open up to you and like tell you their deepest, darkest secrets because of this energetic that you have where you're a really good listener. Um, and it's, it's also a, an energy that's all about like retreating and reflecting. So it's like reflecting on what just happened. You might even be the kind of person, like you might do well to just be like, after each wedding, just be like, okay, take a second to reflect. Like, or even after the podcast tonight, like take a, take a minute to just like retreat, go within and be like, okay, I'm going to reflect on that. And you're really here to listen to other people and kind of share their stories. And I think like doing yeah. that through this photography is so cool. It's so cool. It's all very perfect for that goes along with your human design in a way that's very perfect. Well, thank you. No, I love that. I love the way that sounds. Mm. It's definitely, yeah. Like telling people stories for sure. I yeah, it, it's funny because after, even after like every single day, every event I've ever done, every, everything, I always call my husband on the way home from work or on the way home from an event. And I just like brain dump and just like talk about everything that happened. And that's kind of my way of like processing and, and reflecting. Like you said, like, I, I don't just like let it go and be like, oh yeah, it happened. Like I need to talk about it or I need to think about it. And sometimes I like, I, I'm also an introvert. Uh, I'm an extroverted introvert, so I present in a way that's extroverted, but I get my energy from being alone and having time to myself. Um, but I need a lot of time after um, events and like being with people, like I'll come home from school and I'm like exhausted. Like I need a nap. I need to just like, like close, like shut my brain off for a little bit. Cause I've just been thinking about every little thing that happened all day. And then like, I wake up refreshed and I'm like, okay, clear mind. Like we're good. I thought about it and I can move on now. Yeah. And that is the, um, manifestors like all non-energy types don't have the sacral center defined, which is like our batteries, like our energy. So yeah. for all of us non-generators, um, we need a lot of time to recharge. Like, especially when you're in other people's energy all day, it's like, Oh, oh my gosh, I just need the time to like sleep it off yeah. and chill <laughs> and think about nothing. So that's very appropriate for you. Yeah. Um, and I think just the last thing I kind of want to toss in here, like randomly, but I'm thinking of it is, um, your authority. We didn't really get into that. So you have emotional authority in human design, which so do I with very similar charts, <laughs> not really, but like some of the small pieces. Yeah. Um, and basically what it means, you also have the channel of emoting is you're constantly experiencing a wave of emotion. And with that extra channel, you might even get, um, probably kind of moody. So usually people, when they've got this, it's like, there's really high highs and there's really low lows. It's like up and down. And it's really not related to what's going on or what's happening around you. So you might have days where you're like, I'm just at a low, like, I'm just at a low point. Like I just feel low and there's no reason I can't tell you why I'm just at a low point or I'm just at a high point. Mm -hmm. And what's important to remember is that for those of us with this in our charts, our emotions are constantly affecting the decisions that we make. So if you have a decision to make and you're at a really high point in your wave, you might be like, yes, I totally want to do that. I'm so excited. And then like a day or two later, you're like, why did I agree to that? I don't want to do that at all. I don't know why I said I would do that or vice versa. You might be at a low point in your wave and nothing sounds good and you don't want to do anything. And then a couple of days later, you're like, oh man, like I actually kind of wish I said yes. So it's very important for us to remember that our emotions are constantly affecting how we make our decisions and to take time on our decisions. We are not meant to make a decision in an instant. And oftentimes, like you said, you're very indecisive. That's, that's common for emotional authority because our emotions are always clouding our judgment. So today I might feel great about it and tomorrow I might feel terrible. And then Wednesday I might feel in between, like it's all over the place. Um, so trying to get to a point of neutral emotion, like when you're at a kind of a, a middle ground, how do you feel then? 
and like feeling out your, your decision through those feelings, like feel it through the high, feel it, through, especially big decisions, like, like choosing not to go back to a job and to just do your business full-time, like take your time on that. Think yeah. about how it feels when you're like, yeah, I totally want to do it. And then think about how it feels when you're like, oh, I'm going to starve and I'll never survive. And then see where you're at when you're in the middle, like when you're somewhere in the middle and keep in mind that with emotional authority, you rarely feel a hundred percent. It's, I find it the trickiest energetic in my chart. You rarely, you're never going to feel a hundred percent on anything. You're never going to feel all in like someone with sacral authority does. So knowing that 70 to 80%, yes, that's a, you know, that's a yes. You can act on it. You're never going to feel a hundred percent clear. It's just the way that it works. Yeah. <laughs> a, little, a little tricky energetic thing. No, that, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. And your, our go-to, like I, like I said, I have this too. Our go-to for emotional authority is when someone asks you something that you need to decide on or whatever, even if it's small, sometimes I, I say, let me get back to you on it. Even if I kind of know when they offer it to me that I want to do it, like I'll have people be like, let's collaborate on a workshop. I kind of know I want to, but I'm like, let me think about it. Let me get back to you on it. Um, and just take time to feel out how it feels through those waves um, before you go ahead and just jump right into it. We a lot of times can get pressure to decide quickly from other people. Mm -hmm. And we're really just not set up to do that. And when you force yourself to decide too quickly, that's when you're going to get caught in that later on be like, Oh, why? Yeah. Why did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> so how are you feeling? Good. I definitely feel like I got a lot of clarity about like who I am and what direction I should be going in, at least with my business and kind of how to tap into my strong points and like where I should be going from here, like how to make better decisions or mm -hmm. how to stop thinking so much. Yeah. Like feel more confident in your decisions. I almost feel like it is. It's like how to stop overthinking every decision and feel confident that it will all work out. Like you have this dream and one hashtag isn't going to mean that this dream doesn't come to life. Right. Yeah one story, one post, like none of it is that big of a deal in the long run. And you'll have many chances to like, it's not the only story you're ever going to post. And, and this is like, I just need to say this every week. You're not as important as people think you are, or as <laughs> you feel like you are. Right. So we get so caught up in our heads of like, I can't post this video. I've, I did that weird thing with my face or like I, but think about when you're blasting through stories, like yeah. nitpick every little caption like you don't think about it but for some reason when it's on us and we're the one putting it out there we feel this pressure of like the caption has to be perfect the hashtags have to be perfect like it all has to and other people aren't aren't they're absorbing so much content that they're not so focused on you and the little bit that you put out um yeah. obviously people care I don't want me to say it like that it's just that like people aren't going to nitpick you as much as you're nitpicking yourself. So remembering that even if you post a story and it's not exactly how you want to say it next time you have an, you have another chance to do it again. You're going to have endless. If you really get into this photography business, you're gonna have so many chances to post. If you don't get it right this time, you'll get it better the next time. And it's all a learning experience. You'll learn what works. Yeah. No, that, that sounds great. <laughs> I'm super excited for you. Like I, you. if I ever get married, like I said, I've always wanted to do like an elopement. And if I get married and I'm going to hire you as my offbeat. Well, thank you. Yeah. I would love to do your elopement. I know. And I like, I'm with you too, because I'm with you for sure on that. Like I'm not a big wedding person. So like the traditional, like that whole thing to me, is just like, Oh, so it's super cool to me that your niche is kind of like people who are really I've always said that about weddings. It's like they're half the time people do them to show off to other people instead of actually making the day something that's important to them. Yeah. Um, and this is so cool that you kind of, you know, you kind of know that that's who, that's who you want to help is the people who are really bringing themselves into it. Yeah. I just feel like it's more meaningful that way. So much more meaningful. My sister, you're going to love this. My sister at her wedding had a pie bar for dessert instead of cake. Yeah. 
It was all pies, different pies. Oh my gosh, so good. That's amazing. I had donuts at mine, even though donuts technically is like a trend at weddings right now, but we actually like love donuts. So you it can't makes- go around with donuts. Doesn't matter. <laughs> trending or not trending, donuts is always a win. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you have any other questions? Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up here? I don't think so. I think it's a lot to process right now, a lot to think about, but it's super helpful. And I, I feel good after talking about all of this with you and like kind of becoming a little bit more self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. And human design is my favorite tool for that. Like I say that a lot, it's a self-awareness system. It helps you to realize like, okay, this is who I am. It's okay that that's who I am. Nothing's wrong with it. And I don't need to change it to fit into other people's box. It's just not happening. Awesome. (laughs) Well, it was so good to have you on today, Megan. I'm really excited to see where you go with this whole thing. And I hope you keep in touch. Why don't you let everybody know where they can find you, website, Instagram, all that good stuff. Yeah. So my um, website is roadtripperphotography.com. Again, road spelled like Rhode Island, R-H-O-D-E. My Instagram and um, my TikTok are both roadtripperphotography. Again, just like road spots, R-H-O-D-E. Um, but I do have my name, Megan Nebraska, on there. So that way you can recognize me that way too if you want to just look me up by my name. But it's probably easier to f- spell the name of my business. <laughs> um, and I also, um, I think I touched on this, that I have a YouTube channel. Um, so if you want to go look, check that out. Right now, it is labeled as home away from Disney, but we're going to be rebranding it to kind of go more along the lines of what I'm doing with my photography and um, call it the road trippers. And it's going to be me and my husband, because that's kind of what it's been the whole time. So if you want to check that out too, we're on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff, but there you go. (laughs) Thanks. Perfect. And we'll get that all from, from her as well to put in the show notes for you to click on. So you don't even have to worry about spelling. There you Um, go. Yeah, of course. Come on. It's 2021. (laughs) So thank you so much for coming on, Megan. It was awesome to talk to you. And I hope to hear more about how this whole thing goes for you. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're amazing. And I really appreciate it. And thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Ask Abby. Mm -hmm.